Hey guys, it's your host, Delusional Demi, and we're back with another episode. We are on episode three. This week's topic is dating with baggage, and we have a special guest. Her name is Nene Jack. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. So, guys, this episode is the last of the settling into the whole relationship episode next week is spicy it's hot so if you can make it through this week episode next week i promise i got you the first question for this episode is what is relationship baggage in my opinion relationship baggage is anything in a relationship that is not favorable from your partner anything that you think is just too much to handle I'm talking about those red flags that couldn't turn to orange. What do you think, Nene? Um, baggage, in my opinion, I think anything that's like additional that comes with the partner, such as like um kids, baby mm-hmm. mamas, baby daddies, mm-hmm. <clears throat> family, you know, all up in your business, just anything that can alter that relationship. Yeah, I th- I agree with that. I I definitely agree with that. Some examples of what I consider baggage is, of course, kids. And I'll be going down the list of stuff that I consider baggage. If you don't agree with me, that's okay. We're just sharing our personal opinions. Kids is the first one. And please don't argue with me when I say this. It's just my personal opinion. I am not in favor of dating someone with children because that's extra connection to a whole other set of people, a whole other family that you have to deal with. I've heard stories about the baby mama drama, the baby daddy drama, and I want zero part in this. There is possibly... There is a possibility that there has a person with a great family dynamic with the mother and the children because not all relationships are toxic and bad. I've seen it worked out in a lot of cases, but let's be honest. Most of the relationship turns out to be toxic and you have to deal with the baby mamas. So for me, it's a no. My opinion, somebody that grew up in a household that had like, step, you know, siblings through, you know, um, dating with baggage, it can take a toll because, you know, you can see the the differences that, you know, that that parent makes between their baggage and the their partner's baggage. So I think partners that have baggage that come together, you know, they have to set those differences because you can obviously see the difference. Yeah, I think I've had seen a couple of relationships personally. Personally, in my life, my parents, well, my mom have dated persons with baggage. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely get what you're saying. And as a child, it did make me be like, yeah, mm-mm. you got too much kids and I can't do it. So you're right. I definitely see how that could be. Yeah. Yeah. And 
the second baggage i know it's gonna ruffle some feathers with this one i do not want any mama's boy any mama's girl i have a zero tolerance for this because of personal experience guys you know from my red flags that this is a big ick for me <laughs> it's almost like they cannot think for themselves everything they run to their mom for and that shit irritates the living f out of me it could be because i don't have a close family dynamic but i just don't understand it if you gotta ask your mom everything as a grown-up i just think you should just go date your mom i'm not sorry for saying this either so you can kiss my ass if you don't like my opinion um it is what it is what do you think Mimi? so i'm the more understanding person so I understand to a certain degree of where you're coming from, but I guess that's because, you know, I was a mama's girl, probably still is, you know, but I think us mama boys, mama girls, whatever you want to call us, we go to that parent for advice because, you know, we, I'm going to go off my, my personal experience. Me and my mother grew up together. She had me at a young age. So I looked to her for advice because I know she'd been there, done it. So with that in consideration, you know, I do think for myself, though. So I wouldn't say, yeah, I take the advice and opinions, but I use that to make my final decision. So I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, I get what you're saying, though, mm -hmm. but... I look at that different from what you, from what you think. Well, there you have it, guys. Somebody that has a close friend, family dynamic, and their views on it, because y'all know for me, y'all be my business that I don't have that family dynamic. So maybe y'all can relate to Nini more than you can relate to me. And I'm happy that you guys can see both sides of the story this week instead of just my opinion <laughs> and bashing the close family people. The next baggage on the list is debt slash bad money skills. In the grown-up world, which I would like to think that everybody that's listening to us is a grown-up. If it's not, you're a teenager, you're about to be grown-up, so buckle up, honey. You're about to be there. In the grown-up world, we know that you need a good credit score to get important purchases secured, like your apartment, your car, your house, you know, the big girl purchases, the big boy purchases. I know it's not a must, but it definitely doesn't hurt because unless you have a ton load of cash, credit is important. If you're not good with money management, then it makes me question your responsibility in prioritizing important matters. If you can't manage that, how will you manage our expenses together as a unit? I do understand that there's always room for important, for improvement and skills that can be learned to manage these better. So there is wiggle room for this baggage depending on the severity. It's just, how bad is it? How bad are you with money, I say, would be? Are you like swimming in debt, but you have all name brand things? Are you like, have college debt but you are working but you just don't have the money to pay to the school debt that you had to get to college you know it's diff 
I guess it's different things and it really, I would have to see the scenario before I go and judge you. So with this baggage, I ain't gonna be like cutthroat, like you suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What For, do you think? Like I said, I'm the more understanding one. So I, I agree with you, but to a certain degree, you know, I feel like you can't necessarily blame them fully because I feel like their parents have to teach them about credit because that's not taught in school. So, oh, no, 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 ma'am, because this is where we're going to have a problem. Yes, the parents have to teach them about credit, but where I was born and where I'm coming from, credit is not a thing in the islands. When I came to America, that's when I learned about credit. And I came here at 16. That's when y'all in high school mm -hmm. about to get out. I figured it out. I think you can figure it out. But what if your parents don't know anything about financial literacy, so they can't tell you about credit school? How are you going to be this old? And, okay, let's say credit score is not it. But how do you not have financial literacy? When you were going to school and you had to buy ice cream for $2 and your mom would give you $10 Monday morning, at Friday, you're going to make sure you got the $2 because you want the ice cream, right? That's cash that we're talking about credit. Woo, credit. Okay. Say they don't know how to handle credit. I, I don't know need. So how come I knew? Huh? I figured it out. <sighs> Some people pick up quicker than others. Guys, do you guys have a good credit score? You don't have to have an 800 credit score. I'm not saying that. But when you start, hmm, there's different thinking damage your credit. Okay. I guess I could see why you're so understanding with it. All right, let's say you have a credit card, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not paying it. Or you took a, some, um, a loan to do a, hmm, let's say you took a car loan mm -hmm. and you're not paying it. So your credit score keep going on. What would you say about that? Because they borrowed the money. Yeah. You went into this place and you got a card. And you went into this place and signed papers to get the car, willingly knowing that you have to pay these people back. So what do you say to that? Okay, so with that, in order for you to get a loan, you have to have some type of credit established. Mm -hmm. So that parent would have to get a credit card and make you an authorized user Mm -hmm. So your credit, so you can establish some type of credit. That's what my mom did with me. So mm -hmm. they can't just go out and get a car <coughs> without having some type of credit established. You hear that, kids? You hear that, mom and dad? Put your kids on the credit card. But that's not how I got credit. If you want to do it a slow way like I did, and I think I'm at a decent credit score now, get a credit card. Just make small purchases. It will go up. By the time you're ready to move out and get your apartment, it skyrockets it. I promise. I got you. I made no big purchases with a credit card. All I did was take a one small Bank of America credit card, and in a year to two, I got the score. And I had no American background because you know I came from Jamaica. Yeah. So if I could build it, you can build it. You too grown to be having a messed up credit score. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't fight me. But like I said, I mean, we're in a day and age where we have technology. I mean, you can research all this stuff. I mean, it's at the tip of your fingertips. And Credit Karma is a good app. 
I'm not monetized. I'm just saying it is a good app to keep up with your credit score. And some banks do have a tab where they have your little credit score. I know Bank of America does it. And Chase, it shows you your credit score for free. I think your TransUnion is something like that. So if you guys ever want to check your credit score without damaging it, you can look into that too. Hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So what do you think about their money skills? you think the parents have to teach their money skills too? Or is this something that they will get as they grow? Both. Mm. Both. So what excuse do you give these people because, for bad I mean, skills? I'm not giving nobody excuses. I'm just saying, if you see your parents in debt, obviously don't do what they're doing. Don't take advice <laughs> from them. Let's not take advice from somebody that you see can't manage money well. True. I mean, yeah, I get it. Definitely. Okay, that's fair. <clears throat> I grew up seeing a period of debt, so that's why I'm not like But I kind of, you know, I got a credit card payoff. Mind your business. <laughs> Anyways, so the scenario for this week is here we go. <laughs> Drum roll, please. And remember to leave how you respond to this scenario. Either on the poll question that I'm going to leave, I'm going to add a comment section. Or if you find me on YouTube and you see this video, the snippet, you can comment under there too. And let me know how you would react to this scenario. So the scenario is you met a guy, a good looking guy, a tall, handsome chocolate one. He has a great job. Oh, he handsome. He has a great job and has a secure future ahead of him. Like he went to college. He got a degree. He about to get a job. Like he's at the end of his internship, about to get a job. But after dating him for a couple months, you realize that he's um he's his mom has a tight hold on him. Down to his daily schedule. He is ran by his mom and she doesn't know that you guys are dating. It makes you wonder why she don't know that you guys are dating. Because I mean, after dating a couple months, she should have, you know, some type of interjection. Anyways, after you confront him about it, you find out that his mom would not approve of you because you do not have a six-figure job and you come from a lower-class income family. You don't have to be lower-class, maybe middle-class. Would you continue in the relationship or would you confront the problem? How do you even go by this if he's a perfect guy for you? He's everything you ever wanted, but these are the packages are the red flags in the relationship so my question is is this guy has six figures himself because if i gotta have six figures you need to have six figures <laughs> let's just call this guy ben ben is on his way to a six-figure job he doesn't have it yet but he has a promising future that he is going to get the six-figure job maybe. well baby if you got a promising six-figure i got a promising six-figure too we'll make it together okay so <laughs> how you gonna handle the schedule with his mama okay so i feel like me personally I wouldn't introduce somebody I'm talking to to my parent unless we've been talking or dating for at least six months. 
Guys, how soon or how long do you wait before you introduce your partner to your parents? I agree with six months, though, but I just want to see what they think. Yeah. I feel like six months is, you know, good enough. But if they haven't introduced you to their parents within six months, either he's wasting your time, you decide, chick, or his mom has a good tight hold on him and he just can't. I mean, he's not mature enough to address anything to his mother. So, what if he's scared though? I, I mean, misunderstanding Nini. I'm just saying, what if he is scared of his mom? Let's be nice to Ben a little bit. What if he's scared? I mean, if you really feel this, I mean, if you really feel that girl, Ben. I mean, come on, oh. pull your pull your big boy drawers. <laughs> and, and, I mean, bad mama ain't watched the drawers for him to put on Nini. <laughs> And then your mama should not be washing your drawers if you grown. Come on. All the babies out there, Nene, does not agree with your mom washing your drawers. <sighs> and then looking at social standards is a big red flag. Like, come on. Not everybody was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. I agree. A lot of these spoons are not silver no more. They're more like copper <laughs> going to plastic and styrofoam. Economy is hard, Ben. Figure it out, dude. I personally would address my concerns. And if he doesn't listen, leave. Run. Get away. Run! <laughs> because I just feel like if he doesn't prioritize you now, he's not going to prioritize you when you guys are married. He's going to constantly put his mother over you, and that's going to be a big problem. Hmm. Toxic. Hmm. Unnecessary. Hmm. But, I mean, if he is the perfect guy, I mean, hey, right person, wrong time. <laughs> what you said, what Erica Badu said in the next lifetime. See you next lifetime. <laughs> but I would see for me, I'm not good on confrontation. But one thing, I do think that it should be addressed because this has a possibility of getting toxic, like Nene said. But I would, I would confront him. I would say, "What's up? Why ain't me, Mom Dukes? Or what are y'all saying, Mom Dukes? Why ain't me, your mama? What's the problem? And if she have a problem with me not being up there in the social ladder, then it's not for me because that means I would have to pretend to be somebody I'm not, and I'm not okay with that. So me and Ben are Ben Ten ain't gonna be ain't gonna be a thing. You know? mm -mm. With that being said. Gotta go, man. Thank <laughs> you. Wrap it up. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. And this is the end of this episode. Um, I it was a pleasure to have you with us, Nini. And I hope we can have you next week for a very juicy topic because I do want some insight. I want somebody to talk to talk with. Let me give you a hint about what next week is about. Next week's topic is Taught Dirty to Be. So this is Juicy, guys. Thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Have a wonderful week, and I hope to see you on the next episode. We're out. See you later, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>